and welcome to another episode of People Who Suffer, a podcast dedicated to helping those of us who suffer, suffer a little bit less. And today I'm going to talk about something that's been coming up a lot in conversations that I've been having. Um, I recommend to people that they practice being in awareness. Now, what does it mean to be in awareness? What does awareness do? Well, it's aware. And the outward expression of awareness is probably noticing. And one of the things about awareness is that it's not concerned with itself. So self-awareness is not actually a thing. Because awareness isn't something that is concerned with self. And the self that we refer to when we're talking about self-awareness isn't who we are anyway. It's our identity. So identity awareness would be a better name for self-awareness because the self, the true self, has no interest in being aware of itself. It just is. And this is difficult to comprehend. As a matter of fact, a lot of people will ask me what um, they could do to feel better. And I suggest noticing things outside of yourself. And this is not a, this is not a common uh, or not an uncommon response to this thing, is that people will say, well, what does that mean? And of course we say, what does that mean? Because we are so consistently in this space of self-awareness that we're thinking how everything outside of us is affecting us how everything outside of us is relating to us. Even when we look at trees, we'll think, well, that's those are beautiful trees. And the thinking of, I think those are beautiful trees, has them occurring to us in an intellectual sort of way sometimes. Whereas just being in silence... And being aware of that which surrounds, without any thought, without any judgment, is probably one of the greatest ways to experience this thing we call presence. Indeed, it is presence, because presence is also unconcerned with self. So, how do we get to that? How do we get to an understanding of what that is? Well, the first way, I guess, to do that is to become aware of how many, how much we are actually thinking uh, about ourselves, how much we are, our thoughts are turned towards, I'm not feeling good, oh, why am I doing this, this isn't helping, this isn't working, what could I do to feel better, is there somebody who's, you know, just... And, and that feeling of, of turning inwards to feel what you think is inside of you. So you're feeling this sickness in your stomach or this tightness in your chest or this, this feeling of tension. And my goodness, the, uh, there are probably those on the planet who understand this better than me, but I'm, I, don't, I don't know many of them because that is how uh, life occurred to me for... A, you know, for a portion of my life, like about 48 years. So everything that happened 
I was observing as it related to my own experience and whether I liked it or didn't like it. And it's interesting because when we get into a conversation around judgment, like judgment is an experience of the personal mind, of the identity. It is not an experience of awareness. There is no judgment in awareness. And when we're talking about the characteristics of the spiritual truth of who we are, there is no judgment in any of them. There is no judgment in love. There is no judgment in understanding. There is no judgment in wisdom. There is no judgment in clarity, presence, consciousness. There's no judgment in it. Because judgment is an experience of our personal thinking that has us determining whether we like or don't like something, whether something works for us or doesn't work for us. It's a very natural state to find ourselves in as we are protecting ourselves against possible danger. And I've mentioned this so many times on the podcast that most of what we're protecting ourselves from these days is feeling bad. And the only things that make us feel bad are things that are occurring that are not in alignment with how we think they should be. And the way we determine that is by being constantly vigilant in judgment. So we're just constantly aware. What if, for example, someone came up to you and said all sorts of things that might normally sound offensive to you, maybe unkind, something like that, and all you could see was outwards, so that there was no possibility for them to even impact you. Now, I get that this might seem a little bit far-fetched and unreasonable, but it actually isn't. It's possible to be in such a state of understanding that you are incapable of taking things personally, which means you're incapable of being judgmental both of the person who speaks to you and of yourself in receiving whatever it is they speak. You could just hear it for what it is and understand that behind it is some suffering on their part, which the greatest gift for that would be for you to find yourself in presence Because when you are present, people sense that feeling and it brings them into that same state. I was on with a a wonderful client today and she was sharing with me an experience that she noticed as a normally but this time where there was a possibility for things to go awry in what was going on. She was... uh, I don't know the exact details of it, but I do know that she was leading, uh, a, going to lead a yoga class or she was working at a yoga studio and um, something happened that all things weren't in order and a lot of people were there that were unable to take the class that they had intended to take. And that would have been a very understandable opportunity to find herself in a defensive state or a state of judgment, both of the people who are upset, or judgment of herself for not being able to resolve things immediately, or judgment of the studio for it not having taken care of things in a way that made it work. But 
she said, for some reason, I didn't find myself in that state. I found myself in a very calm state where I just kind of knew what to do. I had clarity. And, uh, and she actually had been talking about being in a state of love after having a day dedicated to the experience of love. And being in that state of love put her in a position to understand and to be calm and to be peace and to be uh, able to result in presence, to be presence, to be present with these people around her so that it brought them all into a state of presence and calmness. And many of them were very happy to attend a later class. Now, I don't know if I've kind of butchered that story a little bit, but I think I'm pretty close to the details of it. And it was really a fantastic example of what is possible in a moment. And when we see what is possible in a moment, we are able to use that moment as representative of other moments that will occur for us. And so she made a huge difference in the lives of these people, and there was potential for it to be the other way. And had she not been present, and had she not found herself experiencing love and wisdom, then things would have turned out very differently. So in that moment, sometimes if, if we experience things like that, we can be shocked. We can observe ourselves doing that and then be shocked by the way that things go because it's not a normal experience of, of humanity to, to find yourself in that kind of understanding. Just look around and look at the people who are so caught in identity. They're mad at everything. Everything bothers them. They're upset by everything. And and then normally when we encounter someone who is upset by everything, it tends to have the effect of having us be upset because our own identity then gets defensive and frightened of the circumstance. Now, what I opened with talking about on this is that it is possible to be completely observant of that which is outside us and to be still from a place of awareness and actually from awareness itself, which then opens up and looks only one direction, outwards. And when we find ourselves looking outwards, we, we find ourselves in the purest form of observation, which is the purest expression of awareness, which has a feeling, and that feeling is the feeling that awareness is, but it really, let's use another word here, it's a, it's a peaceful feeling. It's the feeling of peace. And no matter the circumstances we find ourselves in, this is available to us. It's funny, I was just having dinner with my parents and we were talking about the old question, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, does it make a noise? Well, in order for there to be a noise, someone has to receive the frequency that is the thing that generates the noise and there has to be a receptor to it. So I guess the real answer to that is no. It doesn't make a noise if the frequency is not heard, if there's nothing to receive uh, 
the vibration that's going through the air. There's no noise. Um, and just like that, if we find ourselves in a state where someone around us is upset, if that upset is not met with some sort of response, some sort of defensiveness, it has no power. And we have the power to absorb it into, really into nothingness. Presence has the ability to absorb the frequency of upset so that upset is, is gone. And this is a perfect example that was given by my client who um, absorbed the upset of those who had come into the yoga studio expecting one thing and not getting what they expected and then having the experience of suffering, which is having an experience different from the one you think you should be having. And of course, they thought they would be having one experience and it didn't happen, so their identities would naturally be bothered by that and treat it as something that was very important. But if it were, but it was met with presence and presence absorbed that and it wasn't a problem. This is what's available to us in our lives. We are presence. We are understanding. And sometimes we might like to have a little drama here and there. Uh, we might like to live and participate in the human experience and have a little bit of conflict. But for the most part, I think everyone who certainly ends up talking to me in a professional setting, they've come to me for one reason. They want, they want to feel better. And I think if you find yourself listening to this podcast, you're listening to it mostly for one reason. You want to feel better. And if you want to feel better, what you really want is to stop having your identity react in a negative way to those things around you. So again, the, the perfect way to do that is to find yourself in stillness. And stillness and understanding and awareness, they have no judgment. So if you can find yourself in a position of observation, where you're looking around yourself at the simplest things, as a matter of fact, here is a, here's a story. One time I was facilitating a group and someone showed up in this group meeting and was in a state of extreme upset, pure panic, having um, what might be considered a, a, you know, a heightened state of anxiety, bordering on a panic attack, rocking back and forth, really upset. And I, uh, and I did what occurred to me in the moment. I shared what I knew briefly and invited him to notice that the thinking that was going on that was causing him to react in, in the way he was reacting, that that thinking wasn't actually him. And I understood why he would, would be feeling what he was feeling. But I, I invited him to notice the possibly the unnecessary nature of it. And then it occurred to me to do something that had never occurred to me before in any conversation that I'd ever been in. And I said, I want you to look into 
um, onto your screen with, with real detail. And I want you to notice as much as you can about what you're seeing uh, on your screen. Like, notice something about me, about my background, about what's, you know, the background that's behind me. Not my historical background, but my physical background. And uh, and it was interesting to watch what happened. And there were many people on the call. And I watched as this man's face just changed. And all the symptoms of this anxiety attack he was having um, faded away. And he became pretty still. And he looked around at, and he said, well, I see this and this, and this, and, and yeah, and as I could see him relaxing, I drew his attention to that, and I asked him, how are you feeling right now, and he said, huh, I'm feeling pretty good, and now that he was in this state of, of feeling good, I pointed out to him that all that had happened is his thoughts had quieted down, and I invited him to notice the unnecessary nature of the thinking that had been driving him to this state of panic just a few moments earlier. And it had been for some time, um, like days. And he immediately felt better. And I said, what do, you, what do you feel like doing right now? And he said, I feel like going on a walk with my dog. I said, great, Go. You want to embrace that feeling when it occurs to you and and listen to it. So he said, thank you. And he got up and he left the group. And then after he was gone, we had a conversation about what had just occurred. Now, very simply, what had occurred is that wisdom had told me that if this person could somehow become very observant of things outside of himself, that he would be unable to focus on things inside of himself. And that's what happened. And so the thinking that was occurring because of him looking inward went away, and he started to look outward, and all of a sudden, all of his thinking quieted down, and he felt this feeling of peace, which he hadn't felt for a number of days. And that is a... A simple but clear example of what can happen when you find yourself looking outside of yourself rather than looking inward. And again, I mentioned this at the beginning, that this is so foreign to most people's experience that most of us don't even understand the question. Yeah, try not to focus so much, if that is my piece of advice, and I say try not to focus so much on yourself as on things outside of yourself. And people are like, well, what, what does that mean? Well, it means to drop this awareness of identity and just have yourself act as, um, as, uh, as an observatory, that you were just observant of what's outside of you. And when you do that, if you're doing it in a way that is really connected to awareness, you will notice the absence of judgment. 
And if you find judgment sneaking in, just notice that it's natural for that to sneak in from time to time when you're, when you're being observant, because we're so practiced at it. We do it all the time. All day, every day, everything is a judgment. So to take a break from judgment is a great gift to our identities. And it's the gift of connection with the true self that allows our identities to feel that, that moment of calmness. And, you know, and, and that really is what presence is. Presence is a gift to our identities. It's not a gift to itself because it doesn't require any sort of gift. Presence is all it needs to be. Understanding is all it needs to be. Stillness, awareness, consciousness, they all mean the same thing. They all point to the same thing. And that is the spiritual truth of who we are. And it's just a beautiful experience to notice people as their thinking slows down and their focus on self dissipates and, and kind of stops. And then they find themselves looking outside. And this was, <laughs> I actually had a conversation with someone several years ago, and I'm, I'm remembering our follow-up call. She had a very powerful spiritual experience while we were on the call. And she'd been seeking for understanding for a long time and then had asked me if we could talk and and we did and and as we were on the call she started to feel this thing and it occurred to me to be very very quiet not to say anything and so I was and she sat there and I saw her looking around noticing and she was noticing the feeling she was having and then she said I'm feeling really uh really incredible right now is this a is this an experience that people have when they when they talk to you? And I'm saying, like, yeah, sometimes. Um, wow, and everything changed for her in that moment. And she she texted me or called me, I think, the next day or a couple of days later, and said, "This might sound weird, but I noticed so many things today that I have never noticed before. Over the course of the last couple of days, I've just been noticing everything. And she's like, I've been driving the same the same way to work for, I don't know, over 10 or 15 years. It had been a long time. And she said, suddenly on that same drive, I'm noticing all sorts of things that I've never seen before. And the other thing that she had been noticing was the movement of the cars way out ahead of her in ways that she, and she knew that where they were going and noticed the patterns of the traffic and, and just, it was a really easy drive to work and then going into work, noticed that everything felt differently. But, but what I really want to focus on is that noticing of all of these things that she hadn't previously noticed. That is a beautiful experience because it indicates a powerful connection to awareness, which is who we are. It's not any different than noticing a powerful feeling of love, 
which my client today talked about, that she found herself in a very powerful feeling of love. And from that feeling, she was able to be present, which is the same thing as love, and make a lot of people have a better experience than they otherwise would have. Anytime we are experiencing a powerful feeling of any of the characteristics of the spiritual truth of who we are, we can know for certainty that we are connected with it. And that is the gift to our identity. The spiritual truth of who we are wants to, uh, for lack of a better word, it wants to bless our identity. It wants to gift our identity with all the things that our identity wants. People come to me because they want to feel better. Well, the feeling that they seek is inside of them, and it wants to gift your identity with that feeling. People come to me wanting to feel peace. Well, peace is the feeling of the spiritual truth of who we are, and it wants to gift your identity with that feeling. Love, presence, understanding, all of these. And today's conversation is about one of the simplest ways to experience the gift that is within all of us. And that is to find ourselves in pure awareness and practicing it so that we really know what it is that we know what it is to be aware without judgment. Well, practice. Look outside of yourself and practice noticing things and not judging. Look at right now I'm sitting in my childhood bedroom and it's going to be difficult for me to do this while I'm talking because my intellect is functioning while I'm talking. So I'm not going to I'm not going to do this very well. But I will, I'm looking around and I'm noticing a picture with poppies on it. And I've never really looked very carefully at this picture. And I'm observing a lot of detail in this picture that I haven't noticed before. And I just said that it wasn't going to work very well, but it actually is working well. I'm feeling a level of peace that is beyond the level of peace that I was feeling just a moment ago. And I'm, and I generally feel pretty present when I'm recording these podcasts, but, and now I'm looking around the room at a bunch of other things, very simple things, a little piece of carpeting on the floor, a small, I guess this would be like a three by six carpet that's on the floor. And it's the way the, the way the carpet falls, it's kind of a shag carpet. My guitar, the wallpaper, and this might feel a little bit boring. I hope it doesn't. I, I hope that you're hearing what's available because you in whatever setting you're in right now can do this as well. You can just allow what I'm saying to, to peacefully connect with your awareness and you might hear it a little bit better than if you were judging it or, or trying to think about what it means, make sense of it. But instead, uh, look around, notice things that you otherwise haven't noticed, like that person I spoke to who noticed different things after 10 or 15 years of driving on the exact same road every day. 
Well, the reason that we can do that is because awareness is not limited in what it can become aware of. And it can take in all that is around us. So I'm going to to end on that note today that awareness isn't just who we are, but it is the gift to our identity um, that allows us to feel stillness, peace, perhaps in a time of panic, upset, anxiety, anxiousness, just like the guy that was on my group call. And it moved him from a feeling of not wanting to do anything into a feeling of, I want to get up and go take my dog for a walk, which thing I haven't done for days. And all that happened is that his thinking quieted down. And it did that because of a connection to awareness. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.